We continue with the daily sports feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. We're back at the Caesar Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. It is Sunbelt basketball. I about said football. I don't know. We're in a football we're stadium. Pretty, so yeah, I, I think y'all are doing all right in football, too. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good. But uh, it is women's basketball media day today with Corey Spector. I am Dave Rieger. That voice is Shanda Rigby. She is the head coach at Troy, who is the preseason favorite to win the Sunbelt. Coach, how are you? Well, thank you. What a way to be introduced. Thank you so much. Well, you know, we were talking, and, and again, obviously JMU is new to the Sunbelt. Yes. We knew Troy was very good. Coach Harrow is now yes. at James Madison, which we'll talk about. But we're sitting there with the barbecue joint last night and you're taking selfies with us in the background and we're like who who is this is that is that just you coach yeah i wanted a picture of you guys i mean jmu was in the house y'all have more people here represented than any other school and i'm like what is going on over here is this how y'all roll and and the answer was yes so great great to have y'all in the conference coach o'regan said we roll deep sometimes at jmu and he's not wrong no he's not wrong so you know just talk about your program and the success that you guys have had um so many championships and Uh, what's been the key to your success over the years? Great players. They right my wrongs. Uh, We try to make sure we get the players that are good enough to to make me look okay as a coach because I need some help there sometimes. But there really are. It's really great players and then – Unbelievably great staff, as which y'all are going to see, because you got Coach Neil Harrow over there, and, and he was on my staff. I was blessed to have him for quite a while. And then the other thing is just a commitment to, to building culture, because if we build a strong culture at Troy Women's Basketball, it's going to affect the world, because the women in our program are going to go out and be leaders in the world, whether they lead companies, whether they lead corporations, teams, or families, um, whether they're moms. No matter what, the, the leadership skills they get while they're at Troy is going to help them. I'm so fascinated by your path. I'm just going to go through it for a second. High school head coach for four years in Mississippi, four years in Louisiana, uh, NAIA head coach, community college coach, Pensacola State College head coach. How did you get to where you are today? It's, it's, been a, it's been a grind, but I wouldn't trade it. Like I don't know of another coach on the men or women's side that have been to all of those levels, and I've been blessed to uh, kind of be an underdog in almost all those situations and leave with a, leave with a ring. So um, I think I'm more of a change agent than a coach. But what happened was um, I came from a small dairy farming community in Franklinton, Louisiana, and got a scholarship to go play basketball at a small school, Louisiana College. And so I got my college degree, thought I would be an English teacher. Um, <laughs> and, um, and I got into coaching because that's my passion. But, you probably um, could give us some advice on how to speak in good English and <laughs> words and vocabulary. I can make a subject and verb agree so that, that, if that's what you need. But, um, but yeah, so, so anyway, it was just a high school. My husband's a high school football coach. But I had won several championships in a row, state championships as a high school coach. And my husband's like, you can be a college coach. I didn't know a path to get there. I didn't have any Division One or any experience like that. So we just he just kept sending out everybody calls him NC Double Ed, his name is Ed, and he just kept trying to be my agent and send out send out um resumes and we got like fifty two rejections over a two year period and finally at the very beginning of a school year, Tabor College in Kansas, hmm. they had lost every game the year before by an average of forty nine points. So again, when when I, were you there? I can't remember the year. Oh, because 2000, 2001, does that yes, sound right? Yes, I was, I was there. I, was, I did some stuff at Kansas Wesleyan. Oh, fantastic. So, But it would have yes. been a little after that. So I was okay. going to say I, I didn't remember the name, but that Small is that's very interesting. The Tabor Blue Jays. Yeah, but they gave me a chance to be a college coach. That is so awesome. I got to be a college <laughs> coach. 
then um, I was really a part-time. Like, we moved out there. He he was he had just won a district championship my husband had in, in football and had the best team come back, and I'm so grateful to this day he sacrificed. We loaded up two babies in diapers. <laughs> got on a U-Haul, never been to Kansas. That was how bad we really wanted to try to get on the college level. And so – um, from there, went to junior college because, again, I was only getting part-time pay at Tabor. And so, bills were sacking up. So, he mm-hmm. took uh, junior college jobs and uh, ended up at Pensacola State, which was the first time we were near family. Again, we had two small children. My husband was from Pensacola, so he, we had family there. And he got the head football job back at his high school. And then from there, um, just a lot of success. NCAA kept sending out my resume. And I was at the national <laughs> tournament for the junior college national tournament out in Kansas when um, Troy. Was it still in Slime at the time? Yes. <laughs> Troy's, That's Troy's, where I work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Troy's uh, senior women's administrator, uh, Sandy Atkins, it wow. called me. And it was like. I mean, it's hard to even talk about now because that is a huge break when you come from an English teacher in high school. And it really started as a volunteer coach. And so it's a great story. I've been very blessed. You were playing with your ring, your championship ring. Did the rings mean even more to you because of your your journey, your path, your grind to get to where you're at? Of course. And, um, you know, I was reading a quote this morning about the championships – you can keep those memories for eternity and that's what these rings are right I can look at every one of my rings and I can remember the players and the year and the school where I was even back in high school but um but the preparation the quote said the preparation we only have the hour before uh the sunset to prepare for that war and that's the season we're in now even (laughs) even as we're here at this I mean we're in this little you're the the rest of our lives we're going to rest on what happens on this little bit of preparation, we still have about two or three weeks left. We have this preparation. It's really intense. And um, today is about our fans. And today is about building awareness of what these young women are doing and preparing for. And so we appreciate you guys being here and traveling all this way. But, yeah, it's a, it's just so fun. It's just a great job. It's a great oh, – we get to pour into young women's lives but also um, be the front porch of, the, of our university, mm-hmm. great university of Troy University. And I can't wait to come to JMU. I've never been there, but I, I know it's a great university. And – we're so happy to have you on the conference. We're talking to Shannon Rigby, the head coach at Troy University, the preseason favorites to win the Sun Belt this year. And, you know, you're the preseason favorites. You've got the preseason player of the year, another yes. one that's on the, on the third team. Uh, but it's, it's a pretty new team for you, isn't it, after 24 wins a year ago? It really is. <laughs> um, because of the COVID year, we had an awful lot of seniors last year. You yeah. know, so we had eight. And um, we only have two players back that had a whole lot of, like, starting starting position time. And um, we have five players total back. So really a lot of, of new team, and that's why we're tr- just trying to take the attitude of we haven't won a single game yet. I mean, this was – I'm glad only one player came to this with me because this was <laughs> kind of he- inflated our heads a little bit. Oh, you're preseason number one, you're preseason number one. And then you realize, you know what, we haven't won a single game this year. You know, so um, back back to earth, a lot of good teams in this conference. We have a lot of work to do. Your preseason player of the year in Felmas Karanga. She seems like such a special person just getting to yes. hear from her at dinner last mm-hmm. night. Uh, what, what's she all about? Um, she's a big reason why we keep winning championships because even if she never says a word, she embodies humility and greatness. And you put those two together and you get to be around them on a daily basis, it can't help but make you better. So even though she's preseason player of the year, she will go back and she will get water for the team. She will do anything. She'll help. She'll stay and help the manager do laundry if that's what's needed. She will do anything to to help our program be successful. 
and she also embodies and she she really takes personally teaching others about humility she gets that she's she's here from from africa and kenya and she has something to teach us even though we teach her new things every day she's teaching us every day and the main thing that i would say she teaches us is um those that are going to be great you know you usually start out humble and that's how she that's how she approaches things and that's what we're learning from her when your best players like that that rubs off doesn't it (laughs) absolutely absolutely that's wonderful so last year she was first in the conference and rebounding nearly 11 per game nobody else was above 10 she was also top 10 in points you talk about that humility you talk about that desire what's next for her how does she become even better well, what her mission and what her purpose is that she's planning on doing, um, back in Kenya, from what I understand, there are two orphanages very close to where she's from. And she says a lot of those kids are traumatized, but but um, they've been through trauma, but counseling isn't really a thing over there. So she is, she's got her undergraduate degree. She's working on her uh, graduate degree and master's degree in counseling right now. And uh, she wants to, to go back and, and counsel with those kids and, and help them through trauma and show them the steps through it. And uh, we're we're proud of that as well. So what's next for her? We hope we hope we hope she gets another championship before then. She might want to play some professional ball if she wants to. That's going to be there for her. Yeah. But I know ultimately what her heart is. I see what she's reading. I see what she's thinking on. I see what she's volunteering to do, and she wants to get back and help the people of Kenya. We're talking to Shannon Rigby, the head coach at Troy University, the preseason favorites in the Sun Belt uh, so far. I think one of the the, the fun personalities in the well, Sun Belt. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, we've seen that already. Thank but. You. You know, um, Coach Harrow now is at James Madison. Yes. Talk about him a little bit. And we've, we've gotten to know him, love him. Um, I'm sure he was a big help for you. But uh, were you disappointed to lose him? For me, but for him, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I knew Coach Sean back when I was a junior college coach, and he was an assistant. He would come through Pensacola State recruiting my players. And so yeah. I knew what a fine individual he was. So he actually called me, I, I guess, before he talked to Coach Neal, I guess. But he just called me and talked to me about it. And I'm happy for Coach Neal because um, my associate head coach and my recruiting coordinator have been with me for 10 and 11 years. And we're Neil Harrow was ready to move up with more responsibility. There is no more basketball junkie and a great mind for the game. Really, I'm serious, is Neil Harrow and a passion for the game. And I told Sean when he called me and asked me about Neil, um, I said, you're doing the smartest thing somebody coming to the conference could possibly do because there's nobody in our conference that knows the other teams like Neil and studies him. And that gives you a huge head start. Any team, like if you have that resource coming in. So um, I was happy for Neil because the main thing on our staff, well, he he impacted our, our team in so many ways. He's just a great guy, but he took over our special situations. And that's one of the things coach Sean asked me whenever I was on the phone with him, he said, you let him draw up the end of game plays. (laughs) And, and when when hard for a head coach sometimes, (laughs) but but not when you see how good this guy is, he's really, really good. And I know I couldn't be as good as him at that. And he, (laughs) he won some games for us, some big games for us because he, he was always drawing up the last play and not even just the last play, the coming out of timeouts, the sideline, anything like that. And um, so that's one of the tasks I gave him, and he became the best at it. I'm really sad for when we play you guys because he's going to use that against us, I know. (laughs) But I'm happy for him, and that's one way we've grown the program at Troy is to try to help anybody that comes to our program that wants to go on and advance um, to do so. So it usually comes back for our good, and and so we just trust it's good for everybody. You know, when I first talked to him when he got the job at JMU, he talked glowingly about you, obviously, but – Talk about your style. He, he loved your style. It's up and down. It, it, you guys are flying around, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, is that what JMU fans are going to see when they play Troy? Right. So um, people think it's about playing fast. 
first of all, we, we've led the nation in rebounding for the last three years. The nation, you know, not UConn, not South Carolina. And that came out of how many shots we take and how fast we play. We don't wait for the best shot. We take the first shots. I'm just not a control type person, as you can tell. I'm not a control type <laughs> person. Like, I want them to go down and take the first shot because what we do is we emphasize rebounding harder probably than anybody else. There, you can become a star playing basketball at Troy if you will just rebound because there's a lot of shots missed. And we, we didn't even shoot a good – we didn't shoot a good percentage last year at all. You don't care all. about that, do still, you? I mean, if you just – if you have Felmas Karanga under there and she keeps rebounding, but eventually right. we're going to score. And it's a fun – it's a fun style, and it's um, – it's uh, you can get to shorter practices that way because we don't rely yeah. on any plays a lot. We don't do that. Um, we rely on legs. Like we want our players to be have fresh legs and be humble and hungry and healthy in March. And um, it's different. I like different. And uh, I couldn't really do it any other way. I'm just not a. I don't want to. I don't want to drop a whole playbook of plays and make <laughs> people do that. So yeah, it's just my style. Yeah. We talked about how you lose Neil Harrow, but you replace him with a pretty. <laughs> stellar person yes. in uh, Chelsea Dungy for folks that don't yeah. know about her three uh, third team all-american all SEC first team as a senior with Arkansas 22 points per game as a senior fifth overall pick by Dallas in the WNBA draft a couple of years ago what is she bringing to your program I really cannot say enough about her right now um, again this goes back to I saw an op- you know the solid opportunity for Neil really went for it and tried to help him even though I knew we were losing a lot and you get rewarded for that sometimes because she's also a great person to have this is her first year coaching but she really knows a lot about skill development because she developed into such a great player and believe me every word that she says our players just hang on because they, <laughs> she just got out of the league and she would just she led the SEC in scoring which was there men or women men mm-hmm. and women so she knows what she's talking about she's done her time in the gym and so what she says and what she demonstrates is like gold because, you know, I'm standing on, you know, credentials of, you know, we've won championships and I have energy and, and things like that, but nothing can take the place of a WNBA first-round draft pick being in your gym every day telling the players what to do. Yeah, I'm sure they hang on every word, yes. don't they? Yes. <laughs> That's and she, awesome. And, she, and you talk about an humble person. If you look her up, she has one point, I don't know, six million followers on Instagram. She's, she's, um, you know, she's, she's a big deal. She, she, she's, <laughs> she's kind of a big deal, but she is the most. She is a very humble person. You will never meet a more humble person than her as well. She's a, a very kind-hearted, humble person, and so it fits great into the culture. For JMU fans, it's a must-see game. It's a Saturday, January the 21st. Troy comes to JMU to play at the Atlantic Union Bank Center, so get out and watch that. Coach Rigby, thank, thank you for Thank you, I've enjoyed it so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Shannon Rigby again. She's the head coach at Troy University, the preseason favorites in the Sun Belt. We'll come back with more as we continue from New Orleans.